Welcome to Trash Talk. I'm Lane. I'm D. And we're back, and we don't have any football. No more topics, no more football. When was the last time we even had an episode? We're damn near no more episodes. Um, yeah, we're a couple episodes behind for sure. Our average on the year, geez, yeah, we're way behind it. But, well, I don't know. Maybe we will have plenty of podcasts now with no football. What else are we going to do? Backyard football. <laughs> See, that's Live the problem. Stream. That's how you spread it. So what I'm curious, how does this make you feel to not have college football? Well, for me personally, I'm more of an NFL fan, um, but it still sucks. I mean, spending your weekend watching football when it's cold as fuck outside is a good way to keep warm. It's pretty much the only way to spend a Saturday or the, the weekend in general, like you said. Yeah. Um, to tell you the truth, it straight up pisses me off. Like, no college football. I don't think anyone expected this. In well, the okay, so it's not like it's no college football yet. Uh, what is it? Three of the five power conferences are still expected to play. It's just the Big Ten and 12 or Pac-12. But, I mean, how how can other leagues continue to play when other leagues aren't playing? Are kids going to transfer to different schools? Yeah, that's some of the questions is if um, not just like players, but maybe some teams might be able to join other conferences uh, to play. Um, there was questions, uh, Sports Illustrated article, where they talked about what if players were able to switch to different teams if the player was willing to take on the liability of playing during a pandemic. Yeah, it's questions we don't have answers to yet. I would be surprised if they would allow something like that to happen because they're students first, quote unquote. Yeah, but uh, um, what what about teams seeking out games of not in their conference? Like, could Nebraska play Texas? Uh, I, I mean, if you. Yeah, I, I guess it would depend on like are they joining a temporarily for the year a conference, um, or do they just need to find willing teams to play against? I mean, that'd be pretty fun to see Nebraska play Texas again, for sure. Oh, oh definitely that in Oklahoma or any honestly Big Twelve team, just Kansas. You know, like just bring back some memories, essentially. Yeah, but yeah, I'm all about that. Like don't you think that football needs to go on? Like the kids are, are the, are kids safer in school playing football than they aren't? Yeah. I don't remember what coach it was that said that. Was it Saban? Uh, it's been a couple of coaches that are basically saying that frost has for sure said it. Well, yeah, I, I you know, I, I, I think that's kind of a cop out thing to say. I mean, even if you were with the team, are they literally keeping you on lockdown in a cage or something? I mean, you can still go out, I would assume. No, but they have access to testing through the football program, I think. Yeah, but it's getting tested is great and all, but are they really minimizing the risk of contracting it? No. I mean, you could argue that they're healthier because they're playing football and not doing drugs. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, if somebody wants to do drugs, they're going to do drugs. I, so many guys get popped for that every year. Like that, I don't. Yeah, that's true. I don't buy that. Uh, looks like Doug still can't find his pants. He still or, can't spell my name. <laughs> yeah, or spell your name, I guess. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, I think I think kids would be safer playing football, having a program, having a schedule, than just being like no practice and free range on the campus, you know? Well, so I think that is a philosophical debate too, because you can, are you can do that in a professional league because those guys are being paid money. That's their livelihood. They gave those guys opportunities to opt out. You know, they knew, they know and understand what they're signing up for. And the team gets a certain amount of control. You know, like they have the bubbles in the NBA and in a, or NHL, 
if people leave that bubble, they get quarantined automatically for two weeks. You don't get that type of autonomy in college football. And if they try to take that type of control over a player's life, I don't know what that means, but there's got to be, you know, some sort of limit or repercussion. I, positive or negative on the repercussion, but, you know, it's, it's a different ballgame. They're students, athletes. They're not professional athletes. Well, and that maybe that's why they've thought they've canceled it because they know they can't limit, you know, the players, kids to just playing football. You know, obviously they have to go to classes and socialize. It's what they do. And when there's a whole bunch of people too that, as far as college sports go, they're saying if you can't open your campus, then what do you have any business doing playing sports? Yeah, I mean that's a solid it's, argument. Well, I mean, and the counter argument would be, you know, we need the money. Yeah. Okay, you need the money, but why are you so dependent on operating your college through getting the money through sports? You know, you should be making money off providing an education for people but well i mean should colleges even be making money period i guess yeah if they need to revamp or anything but um there has been talk that a lot of teams this will be they won't have football ever again because they're already you know fiscally in the hole in debt yeah it's uh, especially for smaller schools d2 d3s um and when it, when a, a major college plays like a D two school, they pay them millions of dollars, you know, to pummel them, mm-hmm. and then that's how they finance that stuff. If they can't play, they're not getting that money, and then you know, then they can't reinvest that in selling home games or merchandise or whatever, you know, any number of things. So that's a that's a risk as well. Well, I mean, I think. But are you going to put a price on people's health? No. And it's like you said, though, they are still students. So you can't really do all those things when they're trying to do everything else, too. Um, but, yeah, they should be able to play, right? Like, the Pac-12, or not the Pac-12 is done, but the SEC and the ACC are still going to play. So, essentially, it's going to be LSU versus clemson again in the finals ohio state has no chance at it you know well their league's not playing yeah but, and then- I mean, out of the uh big 10 though it's nebraska and iowa that said they're irrespective of their conferences are committed to playing this year so i i'd be curious on what happens with that and i think another thing like you've already brought up was well can players move around and and what does that mean you know, because another big argument too is how many people won't have an opportunity to maybe do their sport professionally because they're not getting time on tape. Yeah. Um, or this is their one, you know, last season to really stand out above or whatever. Yeah. I mean, the more tape you can get, the better chance you have of getting drafted in any professional league. Um, so. I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to players being able to move from a team that's not going to play the season somewhere else. But I I think that does open up a big box of, okay, well, how long do you want to let this be like an extenuating circumstance? Or does it open the door to something being the new norm? You already see a lot of transfers. Typically, you got to sit a year. Um, But if they're allowing stuff to happen now, and you're basically, you're not catering to the student, you're catering to the athlete at that point. Um, what does that mean going forward? That that's the stuff that people would be asking about and debating on. Well, I mean, I you can't stop them. You know, they're free to move until like. Well, I mean, the, in order for students to do that, the the NCAA would have to change, at least temporarily, their their rules or laws or whatever that regulate that because you can't just go from one school to the next. There's the whole transfer portal. Typically, you have to sit out a year. And even then, it might even depend on what year you are in school. Like you can't, like uh, as a senior, only under extenuating circumstances, can you transfer to another school and be eligible to play? Yeah. Yeah, that is true. But um, I was thinking of Oregon State because they'll take people or whatever up until November. But no, I mean, they're. What do you mean, take people up until November? You can transfer to Oregon State. It's like the latest school that accepts transfers or whatever 
Um, oh, but it's different for athletes though, because they're to be eligible to be on the field. There's there's that that portal you have to go through. Yeah, yeah, I know, but still, they're out because they're Pac-12, so don't matter. Um, but yeah, and that's the thing. Like, how many colleges are even going to want students to transfer? Like, no, we have our team, you know. Well, I'm sure a lot of them. I mean, like, what does it mean if a sophomore transfers from whatever college to another college? And then the next year, let's assume the pandemic's over. I mean, do they? Do that school just lose out on that talent? You know, uh, they spend a lot of money recruiting guys, and to watch people leave their coffers for all intents and purposes is, you know, it could be a big blow to a program and really set you back. No, definitely. Well, I mean, it's like we were saying, this whole no football in general is going to set colleges back. Nebraska's good because they have money stockpiled essentially. I think they should just do away with the colleges. If you want to have college football, you should have a pool of players that want to play and then pick X amount of teams or make fake conferences for the year, and then each team has a lottery system where they get to draft the players they want. And you can build a team up that way. Nobody's like on a certain school or whatever. You're just on this impermanent team. How would you – That would be fun. Make an all-star game. Yeah, it could be, but who would be coaching? You know, like – We'll yeah, yeah, I don't know. We can nominate coaches, and then um, maybe the guys that you think maybe should have been on there, they can be on the staff, you know, be the OC, the DC, special yeah. teams. Yeah, maybe if there wasn't a pandemic going on, too, it'd be a little bit easier. I mean, fuck, if there wasn't a pandemic, we'd be having football, though, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of okay with Nebraska and Iowa playing six games, though, back-to-back. Just, you know – Keep you oh, guys- I mean, this, those two teams taking like a best out of seven series for the that'd be their season. Yeah, if they want to play, the Big Ten should not be able to stop them. You know, let them play. Seven well, five. I mean, Frost already kind of made it sound like his word was options. We have options. If the conference is going to say we're not doing it, Frost hmm. is like apparently alluding to that they've been talking about some sort of solution for teams that want to play respective or irrespective of what their conferences say. So you think Nebraska would even pay some fucking division two teams to play? Oh, mm, maybe. I don't know. Cause that's the thing. The big 12 is already scheduled to the big 12. You know, the sec is playing each other. They're all like, they have their games, you know, there's gotta be, well, Notre Dame's always an option. Do you really want to see Nebraska play a bunch of sec games? Because no, I don't know. I'd like to see a win. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it would just be a completely different game at that point. The second uh, Frost said that comment, immediately went, went into my head was, what, are you going to join the SEC? Really? Who are not, you going to beat from there? Maybe Miss- Mississippi State or something. But, um, yeah, probably probably not. So that's what I was thinking. Like, what if he, like, plays Wayne State, you know, and, like, or it's like watching a big brother pick the living shit out of his little brother. <laughs> yeah. What if it was like a Canadian team he plays or something? <laughs> what field style were they playing on? I don't know. <laughs> they just like end up on a rugby field some somehow. You just do a black and white or red and white scrimmage every Saturday. Yeah. No, they could. They should. I mean, like, that's the thing though. Just because there's no Big Ten football. Is the team dissolved? Like, they're still practicing every day, right? No, I don't think there's – I think there's nothing. No, they're allowed to have uh, helmets on, but no no pads, I think. So even if you're not playing games, they're allowing well, you to do practices? Well, I mean, these just came out today, but I'm pretty sure they had practice yesterday and probably today. I don't you're know. talking about the Huskers? Yeah. Specifically. And, okay. Yeah. I think all college sports have already started like having warm-ups or whatever, you know, camp a little bit. Yeah, so, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. I just feel like you can't dissolve the team. Like the team still needs to be a team together. It was just like, yeah. Then then you start losing people or whatever. So they wouldn't dissolve teams. I mean, if you're not going to play, you're basically just hitting pause. But you're still like 
Scott Frost still has like you after school or whatever, right? You know. Well, if Nebraska has every tent and playing, yeah, I see them practicing, you know, and and whatnot. Um, but you know, like Ohio State, it, it sounds like they're not going to play. Are they still holding practices or what's going on? Um, I just heard Ryan Day, their coach, was really upset about the whole decision. So, I mean, that's the thing. If Scott and fucking Kirk find a way to play, what's what's to stop other Big Ten teams from playing? Like, Well, yeah, if they want to play. It might also be down to the college president or whoever runs them. But, so um, then could Iowa and Nebraska even play because they're both Big Ten? If they're not playing as – if, if the Big Ten is not playing this year, they've made that decision. We're not playing. And the colleges from the Big Ten decide to play, then I don't think they can play under the Big Ten. They would just be like Notre Dame. You're not in a conference. Maybe you temporarily join another conference. I don't know. Yeah. But, it's just, it's a, I mean, you, just, you wouldn't be – the Big Ten's out of the picture. It doesn't exist for the year. It's like a scrimmage game kind of, right? I mean, I'm sure it would count towards your record if that's what you're asking about, but oh. it just wouldn't have anything to do with the conference. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, what's what's the point of having a record if there's three games we play this year? You know, like it's all gonna have an asterisk on it, whatever win or year it is. You know, it's just gonna be thrown out, I guess, or something. Do you think? And, and Lincoln's been a little more stringent on this than Omaha has been, probably by a great deal, but. If they're going to have Husker games, do you think they're going to go the way of Sturgis this year and just be like, come come one, come all, fill the stadium? Um, That's a good question. I would think the mayor of Lincoln seems pretty progressive and has had the mask mandate going on for a lot, lot longer than Omaha, Yeah, um, which also happened today. Uh, I would think that they would tell people not to come but then again, it'd probably be like the bowling alley all over again where people bring their guns and say, you can't stop us from tailgating in Lincoln during a Husker football game. Yeah. You know, like. That's my find- first Husker right. Mm-hmm. You could find any parking lot and set up a fucking truck and grill, you know, and just. I mean, why not? You know, well, if you can't be in the game, you might as well just tailgate in your front yard and throw it on a big screen and that's a big if because we don't even know if they're gonna play a game or even like what if they don't televise it you know because it's oh, like they'll televise any game you think oh yeah well they do have to monetize it i guess but i'm just thinking you said for safety you know if they can play a game they can have a camera crew i guess huh though yeah i mean if you were to say it doesn't prevent a camera crew from being there, whether or not you have an audience or a crowd. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I she's just excited to watch college football this year. I guess I'm not. It sounds like Nebraska is going to play one way or another. I mean, who knows how many games, but. Um, thank, thank you for being hopeful about this whole situation, Derek. Cause I was pretty bummed out when I read this this morning or this afternoon. Yeah, well, I mean, that comes from Scott Frost and what his comments were. So you can thank Scott Frost. Thanks, good old Scotty. Um, hi, Vicky. So, all right. Well, I guess we're not going to have Big Ten football. I'm just going to have to live with it. What do you think would happen if – let's say the majority of the Big Ten teams are like, screw it, we're going to play. Do you think the conference can or would change its mind and just be like, fine, we'll, we'll have football? Well, I don't think they'll, the teams will change their mind. Because apparently the rumor was on Sunday that 10, coach, or 10 presidents, I think, said uh, no season, and Scott Frost and Kirk Fernsner. Fernsner. Ferences was uh, <laughs> were the only ones that said they wanted to play, or whoever their athletic director is uh, in Iowa. So the uh, other the other teams in the Big Ten, it wasn't just the Big Ten that said no football. Those colleges made those decisions yeah. for their teams as well. 
Yeah, that was the rumor that those other teams all said, no, we're fine without playing football. And it was Nebraska and Iowa that were very adamant of, no, we want football this season. So, And technically the Big Ten said they haven't ruled out a spring league. Yeah, that's what everybody's talking about is the spring league. But, I mean, even then, wouldn't that be a really short league? And how many players wouldn't play in it because of the, like – They get drafted. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, shit, there's, like, sophomores and juniors that, you know, have been skipping bowl games for uh, draft. But, you know, one good thing actually comes from all this. Maybe the whole bowl system will go away. Yeah, uh, there's been talks about basically the NCAA getting destroyed, too. I mean, they were already kind of getting chipped away at the last few years with players – that could maybe start making money off their likeness and whatnot, and autograph sessions. I mean, uh, I mean, the Pac-12 basically gave them a big middle finger, or the state of California, anyways. Yeah, as far as that stuff went, Nebraska, I think, just recently voted on that, uh, or it's coming up soon in the state legislature. I feel like it, they voted on it, and it is okay now to make money off your likeness or whatever. Yeah, I, I thought that passed like a few weeks ago or something. And of course, Nebraska would totally be on the bored with that yeah they need those recruits i just thought of this what if like i said bowl game is gone and spring season is just like a hundred team bracket of what, just every- like double elimination style or something no, maybe not even double elimination you know you lose and you're out game over so you might only play one game yeah is that all you want from nebraska is one game no, dude, I want college football, and I do want uh, like 32-team playoff system, you know? Similar to the NFL, but maybe not as complicated and everything. But so that could happen if they really wanted, you know, if all football got canceled in the fall and they were very adamant about having a spring league in some way, football is happening, they could do that. Yeah. Man, I, I doubt that would happen. I mean, you're basically giving a big middle finger to the NCAA, so they'll hang on with their greasy money, yeah. stinky fingers as long as they can. But but don't they need to dissolve? Yeah, there's a big argument the NCAA should be done away with. There's so much backdoor stuff going on, and they act like it's not. Teams get busted for the same infringements and depending on what your brand is, you can kind of get a light slap on the wrist and another team has to forfeit past wins and stuff. And there's biased in it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and, and then just the whole thing about student athletes that should be able to make money too. I mean, bowl system issues, getting kicked um, off healthcare, a lot of conferences don't really have a true shot at ever winning a championship because of how the NCAA basically treats them. Yeah, Central um, Florida. Yeah, Central Florida. Even in basketball, sometimes a lot of smaller conferences, they, they make it so hard to have a legit shot at winning. Hmm. Well, it may, like I said, maybe – Maybe a nice phoenix will rise from the ashes of this whole fuck bowl season. Fuck bowl. (laughs) (laughs) That's what they could call it. Fuck bowl. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I'd watch that. Let's trademark that right now. Make sure no one else steals it from us. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. I hope. I hope there's still football. The NFL obviously is no rumors about them canceling. No, but again, those are also professional athletes where the team has tighter control over their day-to-day lives versus, you know, a student athlete. Well, they've signed a contract that, you know, employees or whatever at that point. Um, But... Have, they get they did give them an option, right, on the year? NFL? Yeah. 
Yeah, they, they had a date that just passed. It was like August 2nd or 4th or something like that. Um, players had to had that until that time to decide if they were going to play the season or not. Um, I think the Chiefs were the only team that had a rookie opt out for the year. Really? Yep. He was the only rookie to opt out. Um, I think I heard that his mom or grandma had like has stage four cancer. Um, and he probably wasn't going to play a whole lot this year anyways, but, um, yeah, so he opted out. We've actually had, I think three players total opt out for the year. Oh, so you think there's quite a few at every team? Um, I think there might be a few teams that haven't had any players opt out. Um, I know the Chiefs were up there in like the top five, maybe even tied for one for most players that opted out. Hmm. Well, uh... and Lane froze again. Kind of like the football season for college this year. We're putting it on a big freeze. So an interesting article was somebody saying that because of everything going on with the NCAA, college football should die forever. I don't know if I agree with that, but I would like to know what he's getting at here. Uh, his opening statement is, there's no better time to kill off college football forever. Goes on to talk about the Pac-12, postponing all sports to the spring, including the MAC and Mountain West. Um, and he goes on from other schools. Um, so his take is they shouldn't play these games in the fall or the spring or even 2021 college football industry should fucking die. He says, I'm a sports writer by trade. So it's not my self-interest to wish a sports into oblivion, despite a lot of the world claiming that guys like him are, uh, horny for doom and gloom. Um, he doesn't want the NFL or NBA to die. He doesn't want any pro sports to die, but college football he thinks should die. And Lane is still gone. So I think why he doesn't want football to exist in college is. Oh, are you who back? Does, who doesn't want college football to exist? His name is Drew Marjorie or Marguerite. Who's this? He writes for SF Gate. I think it's San Francisco Gate. Yeah. He's a sports writer. Um, what's saying? Yeah, I'm trying to find where he once discusses why he thinks it should die. Oh, because it's politicized right now. How do you feel about that? About football being politicized? Yeah. It's it fucking stupid. And some of the people that are bitching and moaning the most about the chance of no college football, a lot of them are also the same people that aren't taking uh, the pandemic seriously and doing what they can to help prevent the spread. You know, I mean, watching all those people, over 250,000 people up in Sturgis, you know, walking around with no masks, people that do wear masks, they're hassling and whatnot. Um, you know, you're taking for granted the things you enjoy in this life. So maybe take some personal responsibility as well to help preserve it if you want it that bad. If you don't yeah. want it that bad, then I don't want to hear you fucking bitch about it. Yeah, definitely. It's dumb. It's just, it's just a sport. I you know? like if masks wouldn't have been political and everyone would have just worn them, we want, we would have had all, you know, like how sports are back in Europe, all of them. Yeah. They're playing, they're doing the bubble thing. Um, but th there are starting to be spikes worldwide right now. Not as bad as what we're seeing in America, uh, but there, there is a spike going on worldwide and, um, this is my own personal opinion. They, they have come out and said that the virus has been mutating and it's becoming um, an even stronger pathogen now um, and more easily spread. I would assume that because of that mutation that it's 
what's a direct correlation to uh, worldwide spikes in cases, which would tell me, you know, you need to take it even more seriously as far as, you know, wash your hands, wear a mask when you're in public, and maybe limit your time in large groups of people as best you can. Yeah, for sure. Shit, I felt guilty enough when we went out to Niobrara, you know, we had a camping group of eight, but shit, some of those people on the river, you know, they get those huge groups together that tie together on the tubes and whatnot. Not that we mingled with any of them, but still. Yeah, it's still it's a lot of people. I mean, we stood in that long line with all those people, though, you know. Yeah. That's almost the worst part. Um, but, yeah, I think uh, – think it's going to be a big wake-up call for people in Nebraska today with an Omaha mask mandate ha coming down and no college football. Like, I hope everyone's okay out there, you know? <laughs> Domestic violence is about to spike. Oh, uh, just that. And like, man, I don't even want to think, but that suicides have gone up today, but they might've, you know, like yeah. people fucking care about, college football in nebraska i mean i'm guilty of it but yeah i'm not going to beat someone or slip my wrist over it so everyone stay safe out there it's just a sport like another year until greatness apparently you know and wear a goddamn mask i've found it funny too there's this whole group of people on the internet right now on social media that is blaming the media for football cancellations because so many people were speculating on what was going to happen with college sports right now and would there be seasons and blah, blah, blah. So all these people started saying, oh, you're a fear monger. You don't want it to happen. And they're like, you know, I'm a sports writer. Of course I want to have a season. You know, that's how I make my living. And then when we started hearing the cancellations, those group of people started saying like, well, this is the media's fault. You know, part some of them trying to make it a case that the media is allowing this to happen, force people to do that. Who are they forcing? This is a multi-billion dollar industry. Do you think that the people that run these conferences and the NCAA don't want that money and they're just going to turn that money away because some people in the media speculated? No, come on now. Yeah. No, it's, it's for their safety. And we all, I mean, that's the main reason, but it, it does. It, it gets skewed and people make their own opinions about it. I mean, and I guess. You would think that this would be like the least politicized thing when colleges are coming out and saying, hey, we might not be able to ever have a football team again. Or, hey, we're turning down billions of dollars this year for the safety of our players and hopefully the populace as a whole. Yeah, all across the country and the world. Yeah, you. It should I don't be know what's political point. about that. Well, I don't know. Just people have their own opinions. So what? What about the? How does it make you feel that the Big Ten, like, made the the, the Big Power Five the first one to like release a statement saying, "No, we are going to be responsible." You know, obviously those other conferences had canceled a while ago, but. Do you think they felt pressure from them, or do you think they Oh, I'm sure they felt tons of pressure. Um, yeah. others, I mean, pressure as far as pressure to not have a season or pressure to cancel a season watching the other conferences do so. I mean, but they, they're they also taking a really big fucking stand right here, you know? What if – would you be surprised if the SEC does not cancel its season? Um, Knowing how things are in the South – and you know yeah i don't know i mean also in the south though there's just a lot of people that just don't even believe the virus is real or that it's not a big deal um exactly and there's still other people that don't even teach or coach football out there too I, i've seen some stuff where people have been quoting some information from the cdc about H1N1 versus COVID and the number of cases. I think the CDC said there was something like 60 plus million people that contracted H1N1. Um, but we only had just over 12,000 
deaths from H1N1. So I think we're at over 5 million right now in this country for Take people that have contracted. Yeah. And, but we're also have over 160,000 deaths. So it's a much more deadly disease. Well, and, and a lot of the people too that have gotten it, they're experiencing permanent like lung damage uh, and other um, bad things that are probably permanent too. Uh, some people even cognitive things. So yeah. just to, to say it's just like the flu, it's not. And, you know, uh, for teams and conferences that say they don't want to play, you know, I, I would applaud them for taking the stands. It's not an easy choice. There's a lot of pressure to try to continue uh, as normal. But, you yeah. know, these are not normal circumstances, and um, it's probably for the best, honestly. It, it, yeah, it probably honestly is. Um, and I'm assuming the H1N1, like, the cases and stuff were, like, was spanned out over multiple years. No, H1N1 was a pretty quick thing. Really? Uh, yeah, I think it was – I think we pretty much got it bottled up, like – I'm sure there were some laggard cases here and there, but I would say the bulk of it seemed like it happened within a year, maybe even a span of months. I'd be interested to know, though, if that was like estimated cases because I it mean, was a CDC figure. It seemed like I they did actually were, look it up, too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Who knows? They never really tested that many people. It just it also wasn't covered by the media the same way. Or, But it, it's like you said, too. It's a completely different virus. Way more this one's way more worse. So it makes me wonder though, the big 10 is looking more out for the athletes than Scott Frost. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess you could make that argument. Um, I mean, he's definitely being stubborn with his comments and, you know, um, if they decide to play, then, you know, hopefully they do it as safe as possible. And that's tough to do with football. I'm real curious what's going to happen with the NFL once games get started. Yeah. I almost wondered if they, like, had mandatory face masks, like the clear ones, you know, and a breathing mask or whatever. There's a bunch of stuff that's being prototyped and, and whatnot, at least I've seen for the NFL. Really? Um, some health professionals that have seen the prototype say that they don't really know how much good it's really going to do, though, because it's it's not like – uh, it's not like a solid face mask. There's holes in it. You know, you're not really the, the, the point of the mask is not so much to protect you from someone that has it just by wearing it yourself. It's in case you have it, it actually helps minimize cases by the 30%. So you're 30% you're less likely to spread it to people around you. And because of the odd nature of COVID, how so many people can be asymptomatic or just have, very light symptoms you know you may not even be aware you have it or or have anything so that's why it's good to wear it because you just never know so you're not wearing it necessarily for your own safety it's for everyone else around you so what happens then after a couple of games in the nfl and they decide okay it's mandatory everyone wears an actual mask or something you know some players have come out and said that if that happens they're not going to play granted they already lost their opt-out stuff so they just be missing out on game checks at that time probably getting fined but i mean it's changing the rules or whatever mid-season would be really common yeah i mean if it got ratified then you know good but i, I i'm sure they've talked about that consent con contingency plan so yeah i'm almost thinking that it should be like a fucking respirator you can wear you know, that like cleans the air or whatever, pumps air in and out or something. So, but well, I mean, that's a tough thing though. If you're wearing like a respirator, it's hard to chug air as an athlete when you have something like that. You know, it, it's uh, you can't breathe this freely. Yeah, that is true. How could you like get up to speed or whatever? Go I mean, I guess it's affecting everybody, but I mean, there's a lot of people too that play professional sports that might have asthma or some other condition that, you know, if you're limiting their oxygen intake when they're playing that hard, it could have serious consequences to them. Yeah. Hmm. I know there's players now that uh, I think it's hemophiliacs 
there's a famous cornerback that played for the Eagles for a while. When they played in Denver, he couldn't play in the game because, you know, it could seriously hurt him, maybe even kill him. Wow. Can't say anything about that, but I mean, honestly, you should opt out though if you have something like that serious. Why would you even be playing sports? No, they had their option too. So, I mean, yeah, plenty of guys opted out for the season. A lot of them, I think, most of them, it sounded like it had more to do with um, seriously ill immediate family. Mm. That, I mean, that makes sense. Well. It's a, it's a sad and happy day, I guess. Still, mostly sad. Yeah, I'm sure we'll see some football. I think the big hurdle is going to be though is after two, three games. You know, are we having outbreaks? It's a lot harder to control in a college place where you know you may not get to dictate somebody's day to day moments in their life where you might have that type of control in a professional environment because it's, Hey, this is your job and you can opt out or these are what the things you have to abide by. Yeah. Well, at least, at least we tried, right? We wanted to have college football. If we're going to have college football, I'm sure Nebraska will be in on it from everything that, that Scott Frost has said. So, They'll explore every avenue, and they'll play as many games as they can. Yeah. Unless well, something guess, else happens and it's just straight up canceled like everywhere. Yeah, that is true. I mean, do you think the NCAA would step in like that and be like, nope, whole season canceled? Yeah, I'd be curious about that um, because, they, you know, uh, <laughs> there's precedent now uh, with this – payments of student athletes in, in California getting passed, the NCAA said, no, you can't play then. And they said, okay, we'll do our own league. And then immediately the NCAA was like, whoa, 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 whoa wait, we're cool with it. Hmm. You know, so they can be pushed around. Um, it would just kind of depend. It, it comes down to money. Yeah. But say, someone would have if to the teams were all like, fuck you, we're going to play. I'm sure the NCAA would probably try to do something, but – if they turn them down, though, to begin with, what's to stop those teams from already saying, hey, you're already out. We're in. We're not letting you in on what we got going on. Yeah. And then you're probably seeing the end of the NCAA at that point. Hmm. So I would expect the NCAA is just going to be like a leaf on the wind, you know. Like, wherever the breeze is blowing, they're just going to be like, okay, whatever, you know, do what you yeah. want. Yeah. We they don't want to be out of the equation. They don't want to ruffle the feathers and take the blame, I guess, for yeah. no football. I, I would imagine that's probably their standpoint. I mean, could be wrong, but yeah, no, they might have been pressuring the Big Ten, you know, to cancel. Um, doubtful though. Who knows? I don't know. Scott Frost and Kirk Francisers could be the could be the end of the NCAA. Hopefully, you know, they might be taking the first step. We'll see. Or what if what if Nebraska and Iowa play and then they get kicked out of the Big Ten? um i can see the big 10 doing that in nebraska i doubt they would let iowa leave yeah i mean i get that but i mean shit that is possible you know yeah it is they they would totally have every right to like no we said no football you're fucking done you know well they're not playing conference games they're playing other teams yeah and that's the argument well i mean but i still want them to play each other you know I'm sure him and Farron's on the phone right now talking. Yeah. What if they just like had to wear different outfits or something, you know? Like throwbacks. <laughs> the bug eaters versus chicken hens. Yeah, some sort of fucking weird bird. Pig. And it, and it had to be like on a neutral field, you know, like I don't know, they go to Iowa State or somewhere. No, it'd be interesting. Oh man. So I guess all we can really say is like to be continued, right? You know, like Oh, I'm sure it'll be a lot more information here probably tomorrow. Um, but with everything that happened in the last day or two and comments getting made since Sunday, uh I, I think we're gonna see a lot of dominoes falling as they will here in the next couple of days. Yeah. Definitely. definitely a week. 
Oh, uh, oh yeah. I would say, I mean, shit, we're like really three weeks away from college football supposedly playing. So they yeah. better they better start making decisions. NFL's kicking off here September 10th, and usually college football's before that. Yeah. But like I was saying earlier, preseason for the NFL got canceled. Yeah. Yeah. So how many games is, are they playing then? 16. Normal. Okay. Um, 17 weeks, but 16 games for t- per team. Have they said anything about like postseason? Because did Arrowhead limit the amount of fans? I believe Arrowhead is one of the teams that have said no fans this year. Oh, they've, they've come out and said that, huh? I, I think so. There's been a few teams now that have – at least a few, maybe more now that have said no fans. I mean, the NFL should just say that, right? Yeah, I, I think they're leaving it up. I'm, I'm sure the NFL itself has some sort of guidance on this, um, but they're probably you – know, they want ticket sales. It's a big part of their revenue. Um, so they might be looking at it more regionally. And saying, "Hey, if this place seems like it's not spiking, and you know has whatever you want them to be at on a curve or whatever, um, go ahead and have limited capacity seating or something." But that's the thing; you're still like facilitating people, you know, traveling because people don't just live in Kansas City. You know, they travel from all around. Same with every football team, so. I don't know. I'm I'm hoping the Washington football team does well this year. <laughs> Why? Because they finally changed their name to football team. Yeah, it's just Washington football team. Yeah. Football. Go, go football. <laughs> well, I think wondering. they might still get a new name. I don't know if it'll be this year, but there's still uh, supposedly a, a lot of heavy talk about becoming the Red Tails. That's not enough. That just seems like a dick move. It kind of does. Hey, we've had this racist name, like blatantly racist name, the for a very long time. And there's been calls for us to change our name for a very long time. So now we'll just pay homage to some people of color <laughs> instead. You know, I don't know. Not yeah. buying it. Yeah, no, it's. Dumb. I mean, cool name, and I like the idea behind it. But coming from them, though, it doesn't mean as much based on their history. Yeah, you can't just change a syllable. You know, you need to change the whole mentality. But oh well. Um. Anything else about football we need to talk about? No, just that I hope we have it. I mean, I'm hoping for it just as much as anybody else, you know. Like I said, I, I hope teams make the smart decisions and be safe, whatever that means for the respective teams. And if that means you can't play, then don't play. Don't force it. But, yeah, I'm totally pulling for football. Yeah, definitely. It's obviously safety, you know. Like, we're still in the middle of a pandemic. We need to be smart, you know. We need to end this already, you know. Um. Playing football is obviously not the smart thing to do to end it or whatever. So I guess we'll just leave it at that. Um, did, did we have a fan correspondent? We did. <laughs> yes, we received a message from Kale Dove. I think is how she pronounces her last name. And I just want to say thank you, Kale Dove and your mom. For listening um i f- feel bad we haven't responded in a while we've been we've been taking the summer off essentially yep working uh, on our mask collection <laughs> uh, but kale wrote to say that they're her and her mom are huge fans and uh to reach out for us to promote a um cause uh for women's and children's rights activists um, so they're actually trying to put together, well, they have put together a petition that has over well over 800 signatures so far um, to make it so that convicted um, child sex offenders get lifetime without parole. So we will be posting a link 
to their petition that you can sign. Uh, and hopefully they can reach their thousand signature uh, threshold or more. If they reach that, then I think that uh, the federal government has to respond to it and uh, uh, debate it on the floor. Uh, yeah, take it up. And honestly, it's like, yeah, I mean, do child molesters need to be out of jail, you know? No, let them stay there. Um, you said you already signed it, right, Derek? Well, I haven't submitted yet. Um, I thought maybe I could share my screen and show you their change.org and how easy it is to sign the petition. Have you ever signed a petition before? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did you sign the Game of Thrones ones? Mm, uh, sounds like a dick move I'd do. Yeah, remake season eight. I definitely, I know I did. <laughs> but there's been other petitions I've signed. Um, I wonder if there's going to be a let college football go petition. Probably. Um, there probably already is. Yeah, exactly. There's a petition for everything. Um, I'll go ahead and show you my their uh, change.org screen here. Um, I know I'll, I'm going to sign it when I uh, when we get off the stream here. And so we'll be posting the link to this on their behalf. And uh, we'll reach out to Kale and uh, maybe she'll even join us on the show. So you can see all their information here. And just right here is the form field. I've already filled it out. I will sign this petition. Nice. Feel like you're doing your part, Derek? I feel like I did something. Yeah. Oh, are there comments? Uh, Jennifer Roberts says, I have children who are molested. I was molested. My mother, my aunts. It's time we stop this. I'm tired of the laws uh, being too forgiving. Uh, the people who hurt us spent one day in jail. Nice. I agree. We have a lot of comments from people. Yeah. So check it out. You can even make your own comment and share. Support a good cause or support a cause. You know, just go check it out. Uh, I want our Trash Talk listeners being empowered. And I want college football. Yep, and I want people that have thoughts and opinions to hit us up on Facebook. Um, it might take us a while, but we will respond, and maybe we can get you on the show. Yeah, definitely. We're obviously looking for more people to share their opinions and thoughts. It's obviously Trash Talk Omaha. It's not It's not just Derek and I and Chase whenever he wants to join. Um, opinions. It's all of our opinions. We want to share yours. Obviously, Trash Talk Omaha Gmail is the best way, but Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, what else do we have? We got a Patreon. We got it all. So, um, that's all I got to say. Go Big Red! Yeah. Go Big Red!